Now open God's holy word, the prayer in our hearts and minds that he will bless the reading of the word and its proclamation. Lighten our hearts by his spirit. We'll read together the text also of the message, which is Psalm 26, Psalm of David. Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity, and I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and my mind, for your steadfast love is before my eyes, and I walk in your faithfulness. I do not sit with men of falsehood, nor do I consort with hypocrites. I hate the assembly of evildoers, and I will not sit with the wicked." I wash my hands in innocence and go around your altar, O Lord, proclaiming thanksgiving aloud and telling all your wondrous deeds. O Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Do not sweep my soul away with sinners, nor my life with bloodthirsty men in whose hands are evil desires and whose right hands are full of bribes. But as for me... I shall walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be gracious to me. My foot stands on level ground. In the great assembly, I will bless the Lord. Beloved Church of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, a quick look at Psalm 26 shows us that it is about believers asking to be judged by the Lord so that they can be received into the great assembly as welcomed subjects of his kingdom. We find ourselves in this situation every time we we lift our eyes to, to pray to the Lord, every time we seek the forgiveness of our sins, the blessing of the Lord in our lives, every time we come into the presence of the Lord to claim the covenant promises in the sacrament of baptism, or to seek union with Christ in the sacrament of the Lord's Supper every time we are approaching the Lord's throne. And it is clear from the psalm and also Psalm 5 that we sang together that not everyone just has permission to enter. And the key is to understand what the Lord is looking for when he examines the people who are seeking to enter the great assembly. And to help us understand the message of of the psalm, We can compare it to those times when we were very eager to to enter into a store or I was thinking also when you really want to go down a water slide and you have to come come to the entrance of the slide. And and there, before we can enter, there's somebody at the entrance who has to give us permission. Maybe as children, you you know that feeling. You're you're coming up, you climbed all the stairs and you see that nasty bar that, that you have to be taller than this bar to get in to the slide. That's that idea of seeking entrance into a place is behind Psalm 26. What does God need to see in us before he hears our prayers or before he receives us into heaven when Christ returns or we die? Does he check out our, our temperature like most stores are doing nowadays to ensure that we are spiritually strong and healthy? before he will pay any attention to us? Does he use obedience to the law 
as, as a righteousness bar that we have to surpass, like those measuring sticks that they use at the entrances to the water slides at the, the Wem water park. But can you imagine if he did that? That was the case if God said you need to be this strong, this healthy, this righteous, this perfect. Well, God would never pay attention to our prayers. We might as well give up any hope of, of going into heaven someday. For we know it, we confess it, we are all unworthy sinners. But the gospel message is that God does not set the bar beyond our reach. Although only the righteous may enter into His presence, God sent His Son to be our righteousness for us. And now the only thing that counts is not whether or not we ourselves are perfectly righteous, but whether or not we are loyal to God, loyal to Him. As Paul says in Galatians 5 or 6, the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself in love. He isn't looking at how you measure up to, to his standards, at that bar that is set, but that he is looking at the, the color of your, of your jerseys, if we could say it that way, whose, whose side you are on, whose team you are on. You can, you can even imagine as, as a child, you're watching everybody go on these slides, you're trying to figure out how that person at the entrance is, is deciding and there's a bar there and you notice that, that people who are taller than the bar go on the slide and then all of a sudden you see there's some people that are like way below the bar and, and they're going down too and you're, you're looking at and all of a sudden it hits you. There's a pattern. The person is letting people in by the, the color of the shirt that they're wearing, whose side they are on. Is God your friend as we saw in Psalm 25 verse 14? Are you seeking to, to dwell in the assembly of, of the wicked? Is, is that end of Psalm 26 that the greatest desire to bless the Lord in the great assembly? Is that, is that what's driving you in your life? Are you loyal followers of the Lord? That's the gospel, Psalm 26. The Lord's loyal followers are received into his assembly. And we'll see that loyal followers walk in integrity. They wash their hands in innocent, innocence and they worship in humility. And so as we're reading Psalm 26 and we have this, this picture in our minds where we're approaching the Lord's throne, whether it be prayer or whether it be through the sacraments, and in order that we may not be swept away with the sinners and the evildoers and, and the bloodthirsty men like chaff in the wind that we read about in Psalm 1, we need to show that we are loyal to the Lord. And what can we point to? Well, when we look at Psalm 26, you notice in, both in verse 1 and in verse 11, we read of walking in integrity. Walking in integrity is a sign of, of loyalty. And walking in integrity does not mean being perfect, but it is the picture of a child holding a parent's hand. And thereby holding this hand, it will not slip and will not, will not waver. Walking in integrity is being humble and, and focusing your attention on the Lord's steadfast love, His, His covenant faithfulness. It's before your eyes all the time. Walking in integrity is truly longing to enjoy His blessings, to being sure that our foot will not slip 
because, as we read in verse 3, of, of God's faithfulness. If you are walking in integrity and in both your heart and your mind, like we see in verse 2, with all your inner parts, well then you can approach God with as much confidence as an elected government party official can approach the security guard who's protecting the entrance to a special parliamentary committee meeting. You can imagine the scene as, as you're walking up to the security guard. Well, you too, you can walk up to the most holy God. And you could say with the words of Psalm 26, and you did, you sang them. You could say, judge me, prove me, try me, test my heart and my mind, and you will see that I am loyal to you with every fiber of my being. You are looking for integrity, for trust, for focus, for a complete dependence on your faithfulness. And thanks to your grace in my life, this is exactly what you will find in me. I am loyal. I wash my hands in innocence. We see that as well in this psalm. As the believer approaches the throne of the Lord, they prove their loyalty in Psalm 26 by pointing to the decisions they have made to avoid sitting with the men of falsehood or consorting with hypocrites or finding our place in the assembly of evildoers. In Psalm 26, we, we refer to these decisions to be separate from the world. And we talk to them about being, we talk about them using the words, we've washed our hands in innocence. That's a figure of speech. It's a way of, of speaking. Hands, whenever we read about hands, it talks about the things we're doing. If we do dirty work with our hands, then we will have dirty hands. And Psalm 26 verse 10 describes some of this dirty work. It talks about evil devices in their hands. The people who are involved in planning to do evil to other people. This word is often used to include shameful sexual activity as well. People whose right hands are full of bribes. Notice not just a, a few bribes, but their hands are, are full of bribes. They make it a practice to get rich by repeatedly helping others to break the law. And the suffering that is caused by, by these sins, these ways of harming others, can be compared to blood that dirties the hands. And those who continue to rebel against the Lord are called bloodthirsty men. Bloodthirsty people. That's very strong language. You can see that in the psalm, verse 9. Although people might think that pornography is harmless, or that flattering other people so that you get your way, that's maybe funny. Or that disobeying God's commandments is just a personal weakness. God calls these things the work of bloodthirsty men. When you want to define the word bloodthirsty, it was defined for me one time. Somebody said it's a bloodthirsty person is somebody who, who goes out hunting and who shoots an animal just to watch it bleed and die. That's a, the comparison to those who harm others in these ways who have those who have dirty hands. Well, washing your hands in innocence 
is making that definitive decision to stay far away from the dirty work of harming others. And since we only, or we usually only wash hands that were made dirty at some time, the figure of speech may even point to, to repentance. But what is clear is that as we show that we are loyal followers of God by our desire to stay clean, our desire to avoid the assembly of the evildoers who delight in harming others. God judges our loyalty to Him by the kinds of friends that we have. He knows, as we read in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33, that bad company ruins good morals. In 2 Corinthians 6, he says, Darkness has no fellowship, no friendship with the light. We prove our loyalty by the friends that we have around us. And the picture of washing hands reminds us of the, the believer then approaching the temple in humility to go to the altar. And we read about that altar in, in verse 7. Seeking the forgiveness of sins in Jesus Christ. Believers who are loyal to the Lord replace their selfish pride they wash their hands of this and they come into the presence of the Lord on their knees to seek forgiveness and finding it there as we did as well this, today. We shout to the Lord loud thanksgivings to God. We tell of the wondrous deeds of God in humble worship. If you look at the psalm, there's a change in tone between verse 10 and 11. There's a pause as the children of God they actually pass through the door into the great assembly. The first verses are describe that coming up to the, the door, the entrance. And then verse 10, uh, after verse 10, the believer enters. And those who are loyal to the Lord love the habitation of His house, the place where His glory dwells, because there they may bless the Lord in the great assembly. Loyal believers love to worship the Lord. Because they know that He is the victorious one and they are on His side only because of His grace. Because of His grace. Psalm 26 appears to some people to be somewhat boastful. Some even say it's, it seems a little holier than thou in its overall tone. But the end of the psalm makes it abundantly clear that as we sing this psalm, we are completely convinced that we are only on God's side because of His grace to us in Jesus Christ. Just like the sacrifices on the altar that assured the Old Testament believers of the forgiveness of their sins, so Christ Jesus' death on the cross stands in the center of the words of this psalm, for it's through Him that we have access to the throne of grace. The altar of the temple was like the for Jesus' sake of our prayers. When we sing about going around His altar uh, with loud thanksgiving, we're singing about turning to Jesus Christ, praising Jesus Christ for His wondrous work of salvation. We will walk in integrity in the presence of the Lord. Because, as we see in verse 11, He redeems us because He is gracious to us. Christ's sacrifice and His righteousness are the level ground 
that our feet are standing on that we read in verse 12. Our loyalty to God is not a testimony of our ability and strength, but of God's enduring faithfulness. Our loyalty to the, to the Lord that, that we sing about in Psalm 26, that's the reason for our humble worship. In it we see the work of the Holy Spirit right within us. We walk in integrity rather than sit among those who rebel against God because of God's steadfast covenant love which is before our eyes like we see in verse 3. We do not waver or slip when we walk because we walk in the faithfulness of God. 26 verse 3. We are thankful to God and, and we proclaim the glory of His name. Why? Because of all His wondrous deeds in our hearts and our lives. We have it that we do not desire to be swept away with, with the unrepentant sinners. Because we trust that the Lord will redeem us. The Lord will be gracious to us. That's what brings us into the, that, that His assembly. That's what's drawing us to the Lord. That's what give us the, gives us the desire to be with Him. And we know that we will be received into the great assembly because of Christ's righteousness, which covers over the sins of everyone who trusts in Him and is loyal to the Lord. And so the next time when you read Psalm 26, you can imagine that scene of watching people trying to get into a place and, and standing back and trying to, to figure out what is the standard that is being used to allow them in or out. And you might think it's many things. In our lives, we sometimes think it's, it's our own merits or the way we, we do things. And then all of a sudden, it dawns on us as we read Psalm 26. It's the color of their shirts. It's who they are loyal to. And God promises that all the loyal followers are received into His assembly. For by God's grace, they walk in integrity they wash their hands in innocence, and they worship the Lord in humility. Amen. We'll sing of this, asking the Lord together now as God's people, as congregation, to search our hearts and our minds as we are fully confident that in Christ we are clean in His sight. Psalm 139 stands as one, or stands as 13, sorry, and we'll sing that standing. Thank you. 